What's up, folks? Happy holidays. It is the uh, Christmas edition of Hitting uh, the High Notes, which will be out before Christmas. So um, uh, it is I, Hootran Superman, at Hootran Superman on the Twitterverse and the IG. I'm uh, joined, as always. We're here. He's back. He is um, uh, foregoing sleep uh, until Christmas. It is um, at GoTheDistance49. What's up, Jared? Uh, I am good. I am good. Happy holidays. Da, 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 da. Oh, man. I, I thought you were going to sing, do some more singing. I, can't, I have to give you time. <laughs> I, I can't see. I, I did a podcast some, uh, over the weekend with uh, Shaw Law. I mean, you guys can go listen to that. It's at, at the Shaw's Law podcast, I believe. And uh, um, he does video, so he's like, oh, it's better to see social cues. I'm like, oh, visual cues. I'm like, yeah, you know, that, that is true. But uh, we usually just do the audio version here. Um, but I am also, um, uh, we are not uh, alone. We are joined by the Dragon Squatch himself. It is uh, Logan. What's up, Logan? Hey, I just just finished wrapped up uh, feeding feeding time with the pack of raccoons that I've got, and we're ready to roll now. So, got yeah, uh, get ready for Shrek-Shrek-Smith. Yeah, well, no, we got about there's about thirty seven raccoons that gather around, and we just grab you know a couple hundred uncooked hot dogs, and then we sit on the porch, and they come out and grab them out of our hands, and it's it's quite the it's quite the event. That's some uh, that's how we like. I actually don't know where to go from that. <laughs> we don't Here. practice the we don't practice the open, so um, uh, that was <laughs> threw me for a loop there. But yes, good, nice job, uh, Logan. Um, yeah, so back on track. Uh, I don't guys, see. Uh, I don't see what's weird about it, but you know, you know, well, like, you, know I, I'm, I, you you feel do you, do you name do you name them all? Like you have Rocket and. Uh-huh. Yeah, know. they've all they've all yeah, it's it's hard. I haven't got to that point yet. We Baby Groot Raccoon. I call that one only been doing it for a couple days, so <laughs> <laughs> I call that one bitey. <laughs> yeah, they to, to watch them grab the they just they love uncooked hot dogs. They grab them with their little hands and they run off to oh. them. Who does oh shit like <sighs> darn it, I I, I have <laughs> Maybe not a crash thing to say, but like, you know, sort of like a a, a low hanging fruit joke and I was gonna make it, but then I was like, you know, I have a new position and I can't get myself in trouble uh, in the first two weeks. So I will just um, uh, forgo on saying that. But um, yes, uh, we are back. We're talking. Actually, we're not just back. The NBA is back. Finally, after a long month and a half of waiting. Uh, You know, it's like we never. LeBron James. Yeah, um, we got the NBA back. But um, uh, as an early Christmas present, Utah Jazz fans were awoken um, in their sleep uh, to hear that Rudy Gobert has signed a new contract, the extension that we've all been waiting, the max extension, um, but not the super max extension, uh, somewhere in the in the neighborhood of like five years, 200-ish, 207 million or whatever. 105. Yeah, it's in that area. Um, yeah, so Rudy Gobert going to be a jazz man for at least four years before he opts out of his player option. Um so, uh, first of all, you know, Jared, I'm, uh, since uh, you weren't here last week to talk about this with us, you know, you, this is your floor. Feelings. Go ahead. Go for it. Four more years. Four more years. Um, <laughs> um, uh, well, it's kind of like, uh, it, it's kind of funny that, you know, like fans are like, we can't listen for nothing. And then they're like, 
Rudy signs it, and then fans are like, "Oh, we signed him for too much." Well, yeah, I mean, we'll get. I, I, I trust me, I will get to that and just say I, I have plenty of those tweets. But I, I like, but your feelings, like I'm a, you know, we, we, you and I have talked about, you know, not Supermax, not Supermax, because it hinders the the franchise. But your feelings, you know, he didn't sign for Supermax. He signed for more than a regular Max. He signed somewhere in the middle, which um, uh, we, all, I mean, a lot of. Okay, me personally was kind of going. That's probably the middle ground. That that sounds fair, right? Uh, well, I mean, I think it keeps the Jazz competitive um, for the foreseeable future. And if you're a fan of watching competitive basketball, then it's it's a good thing. Um, that sounds like a hedge. There's a hedge, though. Is there a butt? <laughs> uh, I mean, there's always a butt. Like, uh, you know, it's just, it's just always there. Just always, uh, ready well, what to is it? You know, okay, trip you up. What, and, what is the hedge that you're, that you're hedging on here? I heard your um, voice. Well, well, the, the only thing I can say is that, I mean, what, what, what if it goes terribly, terribly wrong, terribly, terribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, well, but that's, that there's always that possibility. Right. Well, I'm going to let you expound it out in, in a little bit here. Then I'm, I'm going to give you a second, you know, just gather your thoughts here. Cause I'm a, uh, we got the dragon squad here, Logan. I'm a, uh, um, do you have any rebuttals to that? Or like, I'm a, what are, like, what are your thoughts? I mean, you heard it and, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, first of all, I was right. So let's go ahead and make sure we keep track of that. Clap, um, clap, clap. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't know. It was once I saw it all laid out in front of me, it seemed, it seemed kind of interesting. I mean, he would, like I said, before, I think I can't remember which podcast, but he would really not, ha- he'd really have to not want to be here for him to leave. I mean, so it was, I'm glad they, I'm glad they did find the middle ground. It was odd to see news breaking on Sunday. I know I kind of, I kind of poked fun of that, but it was like tongue in cheek with a little bit of like, you know, some, some truth behind it. Like that's just not a, that's, it's a different, that's a diff- different, different uh, way of doing business sometimes. So not that's really relevant to the whole process, but um, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I I've, think i've my stance has been pretty strong with what i think you should do and i think they should i think what they did with both of them was exactly right um and i I know we'll we'll talk a lot about into we'll talk a lot about it and dive into why it isn't and isn't why it is or is not the right move and what people's concern is it's i don't think people have the concern really on the front end of the contract it's the potential of the back end and what that can do to your team because currently as presently constructed the team is pretty solid but what does it do from a financial standpoint going forward and what is it also what is his production going to be like and that, at least that's from my perspective the most compelling of arguments of people who I think have you know decent opinions not just people going crazy at the idea of just anything happening but people who have legitimate value people have people's opinions I value thought it out and have different perspectives at least that's been my take uh, is that that's probably the biggest concern. I don't think that anyone's not happy to have Rudy. It's just the price tag and what that means uh, going forward. But uh, uh, you would think that you know you would that not that people aren't happy that yeah people wouldn't be malcontent about resigning a pillar of the franchise. But uh, you may be surprised. <laughs> No, I mean, nobody's surprised here, Jared. Nobody's surprised at all. Hold on, hold on. We need, we need to make sure we're listening. I said people's opinions who I respect. I didn't say, I did, I did, and I'm just saying that there, if even like people it. who don't agree with it, I think that everyone's like, if, if, if we took a collective group of people who, you know, who's, who's, even if we don't see their opinions, all, always the right way, at least from the, the group that I've seen that I've, I, I, I know they've had actual thoughtful discussions or thoughtful thoughts about it. Like they, no one, like they may not like all of it, but like they understand why we did it. 
you know, and it was the right move right now. Uh, it's just, it's, um, I mean, I, I, I'm for it all the way. All Yeah, I, I feel strongly the, about that. I think it was the yeah, right I mean, move. I mean, I, I'm, I'm for it. I don't see any, I don't see any, I don't see any holes in it. I think it's, I'm, I'm a hundred percent on board with it. Um, a hundred percent thinking it's the right move. And I'm not worried about a year from now, four years from now, five years from now. Um, right. it's just, it's some of those stances are ones I've had forever who, you know, that it's just always been, I believe you don't chase, you don't, you don't trade franchise players, especially if they're not unhappy. Um, and um, then as I, as, as I dug in more and more, you know, and, and learn more and, and get, gather more people's perspectives outside the small circle that was our small friend group. I, you know, there's, there's reasons against it and there's reasons for it that others have that help support it. So it's, it's, it's been kind of a cool thing to watch, you know, why, why we should or should have done it. Right. I mean, that's, and that's what we're here for to talk about for the next hour here to like, just discuss possibilities and, and everything and uh, kind of lay it out. Um, Logan, before I get into my uh, part, I'm going to go a small tangent here. When Jared said, um, uh, there's always a, but did you have a small, did you have a quiet chuckle? Did I hear that on your end? A butt, small butt. <laughs> yeah. I think I think we just chuckled. Um, anyway, you know, sometimes sometimes I'm a uh, butt jokes are funny. Um, but I so I'll say this. So uh, uh, obviously, there's you know there's a lot of extremes, right? So we had like the group of fans who heard the extension and they were just super happy. People, you know, just over the top. People who've been waiting to hear, um, uh, like they were waiting with bated breath. Um, uh, I was not in that camp. I was just like, oh, cool, it was nice. I mean, I I do enjoy. It. I think I'm a. It, it it's not just the right move for the Jazz. You know, I I don't agree with like I see why the Jazz did it, um, or I I I think of it differently as like I see why the Jazz did it because if you're the Utah Jazz, you can't build. You have to build a certain way, and um, dr- drafting your own players, uh, developing them, and then keeping them long term is probably the best way for the jazz to build a championship contender team. And that's what they did. You know, they tried to do it with Gordon Hayward. That didn't work out. And they did it with Donovan and Rudy so far. So, um, this is their path to development and they're, they're sticking with their plan. And, um, I applaud the jazz for doing that. And, um, yeah, I applaud this, the, the whole thing going down that Rudy taking less money. We talked about it, uh, on a couple shows, you know, like, how much is, you know, how big a difference is that 20, whatever odd million, 22, 23 million to somebody who's making 200 million, you know, like, I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I'm not a multi I don't, I, I don't know how much money that that is. I don't know um, uh, what that means to them and how big a lifestyle change it is to take that much less money, but kudos uh, to the jazz and Rudy Gobert for coming to some, somewhat more of a middle ground contract. Um, and I, I could, I could, already imagine the hordes of people who would have been very upset if um, Rudy Gobert signed a Supermax instead of the max extension uh, like he did. So, um, uh, as we, you know, we alluded to it um, uh, as uh, everyone was talking, um, there's a, there are a few um, uh, different views about this extension for the Jazz. Um, and one, you know, I, I mean, uh, Jared, what are you um uh, what were you gonna bring up about like um, uh, some of the fan uh, chatter that you saw about it? Well, you, it begs the we lost Jared. Uh, no, Jared, I'm a no, start no, over. I'm here. I, uh, yeah, I we I but you were gone, so come back, um, do it again. 
Uh, I'm so, strong. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it begs the question, Mike, Mike Conley's contract, you know, is up after this year and what happens there and, you know, what do you do with that loss of production? How do you replace that? Where, where do you go from there? Um, you know, it's it just, there's a lot of questions with, um, as the team ages slash, you know, contracts expire and either need to be renewed or, you know, you sign somebody else in their stead. Um, there's not going to be a lot of money to, to go out and get anybody. So, all right. So uh, yeah, let me, let me Mike. set the stage of what you're saying here. So, uh, Mike Conley's contract ends this year. Now, um, uh, the jazz um, uh, will have bird rights. The jazz um, uh, will have a chance to re-sign Mike Conley. Um, but what you're saying, so what the problem is, is that depending on how much Mike signs for the jazz might go back into the luxury cap, um, uh, because of the, I don't see, the Donovan I don't see that as my major concern. I see, I, I, you know, it makes me wonder, does Mike say after this year, you know, I'd rather go somewhere else. Um, you re- you rather because he's well within his rights, you know, to you know explore his options, go play for another team, decide, hey, I'd like to re- retire somewhere where it's, I mean, well, you know, fade into the sunset, set somewhere where it's nice and interesting and and warm in my title. So your concern so, is that Mike Conley, assured. your concern is that you Mike Conley will not want to resign with the Jazz after this year. Mike Conley to Memphis to not Memphis. No, I was going <laughs> to say Mike Conley to Miami or something. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, this is oh, these are all possibilities. That's just right, that's uh, the I, only thing that would give me th- pause. But well, why? Why is that? Would, why do you? Why do you have that concern? Because uh, I guess it all depends on how this year plays out. You know, mm-hmm. um, the, does everything go well? Does everybody on the team feel like they're in a good place and they want to run it back? Mm-hmm. Uh, or do they struggle again as they did last year? Uh, to to meld everything, and does that become a concern and say, hey, you know, I'm I'm not sure this is a good basketball fit for me anymore. Huh, Logan. Um, uh, it sounds like it's like Jared. It sounds like he's a mirror of me. Like <laughs> I've been saying that for I am a mirror all season, you. right? So, um, yeah, too too much time together. He's wearing off on you. I just have the, I have a just a well, a, I, a goop, gooping amount of thoughts on various things you both have said, and I'm. Like staring at the wall, trying to get not trying not to get distracted, so I don't forget any of them. Yeah, while, well, you know, get that notebook Shaq, out. All, all the while, Shaq and the <laughs> fool's taking a place, and James Harden just rode a sleigh into Las Vegas, so it's all well, gone now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got that notebook thing right down. So before we get to Logan, um, uh, so let, let's touch on the Mike Conley thing. Uh, let's talk about so you're the Jazz, right? You you make this trade for Mike Conley, and you made the trade for Mike Conley. Thinking, okay, you have at least the two years, but probably also thinking that, you know, Mike Conley and this Jazz, you, you're hoping that it works for his, you know, he's going to be, what, 35-ish uh, at the end of this year or, you know, end of the season. So, you know, you're hoping that you can get Mike Conley and hope that he's effective for at least another year or two and hope that uh, the relationship wasn't just like, oh, we traded for you. But we hope, you know, I, I think the Jazz were like, hey, we want you to see what this future is about. And we still wanted you to be part of this future after this current contract's up. Logan, um, uh, you've been sort of, you know, maybe a critic about how Mike Conley fit with this Jazz last year or how he was a little overrated um, uh, coming to the Jazz. Uh, what do you feel about Mike? You know, you have thoughts about this Mike Conley um, uh, thought that we have? Uh, it's just, I mean, it's it's all very humorous, like. 
it's just it's this is the Mike Connolly roller coaster. Like at Lagoon, he'll open one up. It was we we talked about it before. Two years ago, we all we could all we wanted was Mike Connolly, Mike Connolly. Then we got Mike Connolly. We didn't love him so much, and it's been up and down and back and forth. And I guess we I guess that's what I guess that's what Jazz fans have to do is just pivot to find something else to worry about and be anxious about. Like we weren't even sure we wanted Mike Connolly on our team, and now we're worried about if we keep him next year. Like I, 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 and I, I, what I'm saying is like Mike Conley, I don't know. I, I still think there was flashes in the bubble of where he looked to mesh well with them. And that's, that's perfectly fine. And if he's the right guy and they can all stay healthy, he is a great player. Uh, and, and I, and I, and I hope they can find a way to fix it. But I mean, it wasn't all his fault. I think they've all got to stay healthy because they all have, when they, when they built this team and constructed this team, that's the part that I know is like the, yeah, the, 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 the no bleep moment, but like these guys who run these organizations think every scenario out and it wasn't just Mike Conley hurt last year. There's another, a lot of other pieces that weren't where they were supposed to be. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't really know. I haven't, I, I know that's the new rage now is to now worry about Mike Connolly. And I haven't to say I've given it a lot of thought would not be, would probably be accurate. Um, just because I don't know. And that's, that's, that's what these, I know it's a, it's a bailout answer, but like, that's what these guys get paid to do. And that's the part I keep going back to is the, the front office has a job to figure out how to make that work around these two guys. They've committed to these two guys and that's what they've decided is the way they're going to build and they'll find a way. And they always find a way. And they, they these teams continually find a way. I, I saw a tweet one day that was funny that I can't remember. I think it was like Nate Jones or something. They said it, it blows, it blows their mind that every year these untradeable contracts suddenly always get traded. So like, because there's so many things we don't understand in inner workings, we always think that every team is strapped and every team is a terrible spot. The one thing I've never really heard anyone say outside of jazz fans is that the jazz are in salary cap hell. Like that's something we say, but like national folks don't really go that far down that road. Like that's something we choose to say because we're not used to teetering on that. And there was, there's, there's an exchange. It's it might be going on two days, a fight, uh, a jazz back and forth between Sam and Dan Clayton about Rudy. And, and one of the, one of the best things in it is, is exactly what Dan Clayton points out. This is what, this is what contending team sheets look like. Like, well, this is what it looks like. It's not easy. All these teams have financial challenges. This is, this, I, I'm not really sure what people want the alternative to be that we just, we, the, what, what the Thunder may do in a couple of years is draft five franchise players that are all on rookie deals. Like this is what this is. These are the complications associated with being a good team and having to pay players. So I just, I don't, I don't worry. I, I just, I can't, I don't have the energy to worry about Mike Connolly yet. Right. If it's not and, Mike. If it's not Mike Connolly, then they'll find somebody else. And, and maybe we don't want Mike Connolly. Maybe he doesn't fit. I, I, I'm, I'm, I went from not, from not being a big fan of his to being, completely undecided i i hope he's good we need him to be good but i really don't know and i don't know that anybody knows really i mean he didn't give us anything to he didn't give us anything last year to to, to show us that anyone should have a strong opinion about him one way or another i just uh, i don't think we did i'm looking up mike let's see i'm trying to find mike conley stats from um uh you know basketball reference here um so last year you know he only played about half the season uh, 14 points and about four assists. Yeah, well, all right, cool. Um, but the problem was he was making 35 million dollars a year, right? What if you get that Mike Conley and he's making uh, six million dollars a year? That'd you know, be amazing, thing. right? Yeah, right, or, or, so, even, or even 10. Yeah, and so yeah, I was trying. I was just going to try to find out what the what the salary that feels like Mike Conley fit. And so this is the whole max contract talk we had, right? Mike Conley. Got a max contract um, uh, around Rudy's age, around 29, right? Um, 
And um, uh, he probably was worth it for the first couple of years. And then he got into his latter years and, you know, he's still making that money, but, you know, the production is not quite there. Um, I, I thought it's interesting that Jared brought this up because I have not really seen anything that makes me worry that Mike Conley doesn't feel like he fits here. Um, I think the Jazz, you know, I, I'm in this whole like, well, you know, I, I'm ready to see how the season plays out because the Jazz believe that Conley, Bojan, Donovan, Rudy, all these guys are going to work together well. And we saw flashes of it. And maybe um, uh, maybe it just took that one year like I had thought last, you know, go back to last offseason when I thought, you know, they needed a year to get going. And maybe maybe here we are. So um, so the other concern about Mike Conley is with his contract coming up next year, Jared sort of touched on it, like the Jazz and, and Logan said salary cap hell. Uh, if Mike Conley leaves, like you don't have the same because you could offer Mike Conley six to ten million dollars because of bird rights, but you can't go out there and offer uh, Chris Dunn that same amount of money or same number because, uh, you know, it's just the way the, the salary cap rules work. So Mike Conley's kind of it. Like, um, uh, like he's, he's your, your quote unquote free agent acquisition next year. Um, uh, you know, besides your exceptions. So, um, yeah, I think that's interesting. Um, I, I just feel like it'd be dereliction of duty if I didn't bring up a, a new, a new uh, concern that Jazz fans are gonna just pull out of the ether. I mean, that's. No, I mean, I, I don't think that's what wrong. we do. I, yeah, no, I mean, at first, I, that's what I was saying is I hadn't given it much thought because I hadn't thought about it. But as Jared said that, I started having like all these random tweets flash into my mind that all form together now that is <laughs> that he is right. There is a collective group that's now looking for the next thing to be terrified of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just before we go on too far, can we just like can we just acknowledge and and you guys have been great about this and I I've learned so much from listening to this podcast and being a part of it. Like the NBA tried way too hard with their with their entire financial structure. Like this is this is too much and it's ridiculous. Like that's 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 like we can sign a guy for this much, but we can't sign another guy for this. If you're in the tax, you can't do this. You can't like you either have a cap or you don't have a cap. You know what I mean? Like this is this is this, there's there's too many things going on, like way too many things going yeah. on. And I, I wonder. I don't think it worked the way they wanted it to. Like the goal was to help teams be more balanced, but that has never happened. It's like right. you guys have pointed out. It's just ruined small franchises. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's been it's been detrimental. And there's like like it's just there's so many rules. Like like it's 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 crazy. Like think about what you just said. The Jazz could offer a player who was on their team, six to $10 million, but they couldn't give it to someone else because he wasn't on their team. So then you're like forced to be stuck with guys because they're your guys, because those are the rules. Like they're, they're weird rules. Like, are they not weird rules? Like what there's, there's, and there's so many of them. Like you said, you can use the mid level if you're in a certain area, but not on others. And like so many weird moving parts that seem like I'm not, it's it's just weird. It's it's, it's too complicated for, uh, you you would think Utah Twitter would be more like socialism. The NBA hey. is socialist. Uh, it's, Cade, it's weird, man. Cade, Riley, Dan, Ken, you guys don't listen, but if someone could tag them and have them DM us, we would, we have some salary cap questions about the entire salary cap of the NBA. So, um, no, yeah. no, I, no, I don't, I don't, I, I, you guys, again, reading them, plus you who have done a great job of educating me on it, you guys help me understand, and I read a lot of their stuff, I get it. What I'm saying is like the whole idea just seemed like the fact that you, you no no yeah like uh, I, I want to talk four, about why is it four. this way you know like why is it like exactly like you were saying like why is it set up in the way it is like because it is supposed to like make sure the Lakers just don't go spend 
a billion dollars on players, but it doesn't matter because the Lakers still go get LeBron and, da- and Anthony Davis, and Utah can't get them. So if it's not the salary cap, maybe Utah needs to have no cap so they can offer LeBron twice as much money as the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, uh, like like baseball does, right? Use use that Qualtrics Qualtrics billions. Yeah, yeah. I feel so embarrassed that I call it Qualtrics or whatever I call yeah. it for when um, uh, they first bought it. I still don't know what yeah, it's called. Yeah, it's 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 uh, I don't know. It's a confusing name, like because Qualtrics. I don't, it just it just sounds it doesn't it doesn't it almost sounds like a like a made up name, but I guess all, all names are made up. Uh, <laughs> all words are made up. Um, that's deep. That, that's deep. <laughs> that's the <that's> door. <laughs> Logan. Um, uh, so yeah, you talked about, so obviously, you know, friends of the podcast, Dan Clayton, friend of the podcast, um, uh, Sam jazzy man, um, have been going back. And here's the thing, like I understand where Sam is coming from, but he's, the problem is that he does also have I don't it's not a hatred but let's for the yeah to grind with Rudy like yeah, eternal yeah, hatred He's for Rudy the eternal flame um so like for me like it, it does help it does I don't I want to say disqualify but for for those fans who are listening and the fans that just don't think Rudy is a good player at all there's nothing I can do to change your mind there's nothing we can show you there's literally nothing you can see that will change your mind that you don't you just don't think Rudy I think the three of us, all right, okay, I'll speak for myself. I think Rudy is a top 20 player, or he could be a top 20 to 30 player every year, uh, or he has been for at least the last few years. Yeah. Um, and it's weird just because like, he just he doesn't, um, he doesn't have the offensive game that we come to like look and just recognize. Um, he does all top these, 20 players, yeah. He does all these like little things like he, he it's not like he even like just like blocks every shot. He just he just um, uh, affects the defense in a way that just can't be seen and, and quantified by your eyes because you know you're not watching teams just not drive the paint is what it is you know. Well, he's like he's like a nuclear weapon. He's a t- t- deterrent. You know. No, in, in well in the NFL, right? Remember remember those like that those shut down corners that never made the Pro Bowl because oh, yeah. the quarterbacks would just throw to the other side. And so they didn't get their quote unquote stats to make the Pro Bowl. Um, uh, it's kind of like that. Like I'm a, you know, they just Rudy is the guy that can't get seven blocks a game because they won't give him the opportunity of just driving it into him every time. Because why would you do? Why would you do that? So um, I know I, I know you do, probably don't want to hear this, who, but can I just say that Richard Sherman is no definitely no longer one of those guys. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Good metaphor. I have no idea. He, um, he washed. He washed. Okay. Uh, Richard, Richard Sherman looks like he could be related to Mike Connolly. Uh, so I guess there's. Oh, I mean, they, they could be cousins. Oh my goodness. Oh, well, my Mike Connolly, when he had that, when his, before he cut his hair, you know, I mean, they could, I could be, I could, that's, I could be convinced they were that's related. That's why I laughed because that's what I was thinking. Logan, exactly um, the reason why you said that because of the haircut. So, we, Logan, we talk about um, uh, like, like the contending teams, like. So let's let's play pretend for a moment. Let's say the Jazz went into the season without a Rudy Gobert extension, right? Because we, we kind of thought about this. So the the options at that point, Tony Jones said, you know, you play it out. Just let him play it out and figure it out at the end of the season. Um, the risk there is that Rudy Gobert is an unrestricted free agent, and maybe there's some bad blood that we as the fans didn't see, and Rudy Gobert bolts for nothing. Maybe the Jazz, maybe, maybe the Jazz brass 
got the feeling that Rudy Gobert was going to pull a Darren Williams and leave in the offseason. I think um, that's uh, Jared's turn signal. You can hear that. Um, yeah. Uh, um, uh, Rudy Gobert was going to uh, leave. And so they trade him. And like Jared, like I, mean, I know that you were really a big proponent of the Jared Allen and Karis LeVert trade, right? Um, I'd say that's fair. That's right. Fair. Um, uh, so Logan, so let, let's talk about the trade. Like, so one of the options is trade Rudy, and a lot of Jazz fans felt that Jared Allen and Karis LeVert uh, was a fair trade. Um, I equated it to selling, you know, if Rudy's a dollar, Jared Allen and Karis LeVert are about fifty cents and forty cents. Uh, which ones? Which I don't know. Um, so m- maybe I guess that's close enough to a dollar, but you know. Also, you're also trading a dollar and your best piece is a fifty cent piece back, like one to one, right? So, how do you feel about how do you feel that that would happen if the Jazz um, uh, would trade a franchise player for two smaller, uh, above average, you know, starters? Yeah, I, but the well, the un, the, un, the unrecognized part of that too is is the is the the, the draft picks, though, right? Because sure, I guess maybe, like I don't know. Like, well, because, well, draft pick, like maybe one draft pick out of it. Yeah, but I mean that's that, that's that's I mean I, I just yeah I mean I don't know. In, in my mind, there was always in, from what I've seen, there was always draft picks attached. And I, I guess my line of thinking wasn't perhaps I was wrong. The, the draft pick is is the great unknown potential that could be the other cornerstone pieces because Levert and Allen are. I mean Levert may be something special, but Allen's going to be what Allen is. I, I think. I mean I, I don't know that those guys are going to turn into to to anything different like you say you're trading for a lesser value with the with the one wild card being a draft uh, a draft pick that could or could be something but i what I if mean, i gave I, you, I, well, I still, what if i gave you like a scouting report like the jazz scouting has done scouting on jared allen and carol Levert, and they think neither of them are going to be all-stars they're you know just maybe carol Levert gets to be as good as uh as Boyan Bogdanovich and then Jared Allen is just a very good compliment to Derek Favors, like a, just another skilled big man like Derek Favors. Like, how would you feel? If, like, how would you feel if you got Boyan Bogdanovich and Derek Favors back for Rudy Gobert? Then I, then I, then I, no, I, I still, I just don't do it. I don't, I don't do it. Is that, is that fair comp? I, do you think that's fair? Like, I'm a Rudy, you know, Derek yeah, Favors, average starter, and Boyan Bogdanovich, not an all star, but seems pretty fair. Yeah, and then the draft pick would probably be, you know, a, a late first rounder. Yeah, no, I mean it, it, that's no, I mean no, there's that, that's I think yeah, I, there's not there's nothing you can there, to to try to figure out to trade Rudy makes it so impossible. It's just that's why it's just so hard to do, and it's it's like that for a lot of superstars. I get that, but it's just it's it's just challenging because his 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 contributions are to the Jazz what a, a max contract player is to most teams, but he doesn't reflect that in other people's eyes. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. It just it just makes it very complicated. And even if we do, even if we just let push that aside, like, um, you like, but why? Like why? Like I I understand I understand there's a potential of Rudy could walk. I get that, but but why? What 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 are we doing then? What are we accomplishing? We're already we're already petrified that Donovan's got a player option and walking in four years. So what is that timetable done now? Yes. And so, 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 now, so so now we become even less average. Like if we're if we thought being four or five was decent, you can't tell me the Jazz. The Jazz now are in the play-in situation, and the, and maybe worse. Yep. So Jared, who, who else are you leaning on? 
Uh, Jared, so this is so again, this is a you know a trade that like this a lot of that there's an Atlanta trade, a, a Nets trade, and in my eyes, they all kind of equate to you're getting two high end starters. You know, like you you're not getting a bunch of scrubs, but you're you're not getting anybody that has that same quote unquote ceiling as Donovan and, and Rudy. So you're basically going. So what team do you like better? You like this team that's strapped for cash, um, uh, not going to be able to add a lot of huge free agents in the free, in free agency. Um, but you have Rudy and Donovan as, as your two pillars and then everything else, or a jazz team that's Donovan centric and you can get a bunch of, you know, you know, your two through, you know, your two through six is a little bit better, but um, you know, not your three, six, your three through seven is a little better than your, than the jazz's current roster. I like this team. I yeah. prefer this team. No. Yeah. Because like, I mean, because that, 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 that's the kind of trade that Rudy Gobert is going to get you. I mean, that's the kind of trade that James Harden might get. I mean, I don't know what the Nets are going to offer for James Harden, but it's it's about the same level of players. Uh, I mean, the Nuggets have been rumored like Jamal Murray, which is a little bit better. I mean, he, he's better than uh, Karis LeVert. Um, but again, I mean, this is when you're you're trading down. Like when you, once you get a top whatever player, a top five, top ten, top fifteen player, and you trade down to a top 30 and then a top 55 player, um, you know, it, does that equal that one person? Like, and uh, I know like you kind of said Rudy's uh, on a couple pot, like it was a long time ago, but a podcast that like Rudy you think is more replicable. Cause it's what we we're trying to try trying to figure out who to trade Rudy or, or Donovan. Right. Um, in another, you know, theoretical world of, world of ours, but yeah, yeah you would rather right. have, you know, the we're two trying pillars. to recreate Rudy in the aggregate or something. Yeah. Right. Right. Because Logan, Logan has even said it. Like, um, uh, what teams have made noise in the playoffs without two stars? The Jazz have two stars. Um, and if you lose, okay. So the other option here, Jared, is you lose Rudy Gobert for nothing, and then you have some cast space to play with. Your your other hope <laughs> is a significant step back, no matter what. No, right, right, right. But I mean, the other option is now you have some cast space to convince somebody else along the line to come play with Donovan in the next four years to become a contender again. What are, what do you, what are the pitfalls? Well, I mean, what are the pitfalls there? What, what pitfalls do you see? Why do you not see it? Where's the Utah jazz? Like I, I, it's really hard to get people to come here. It just is. Um, I don't think that's something you can argue. Uh, So the problem, the problem I see with that logic, can we add Vernon Maxwell and ask him, <laughs> um, uh, th- so the problem that I see with this, um, uh, and Logan, um, maybe, maybe correct me if I'm wrong here, but like the 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 next best, and gosh, it sounds like I'm bashing on it, but like I think you can get a Boyan level star, like a a Denaro, uh, you know, a Gallinari type star to come to Utah, but you're not going to. I mean, what what level of free agent do you think the Jazz could get if they had that Rudy Gobert salary cap hole? Like, just kind of give me. It doesn't have to be a player, but like a type of player. You know, like I just said, like Boyan or uh, Gallinari. Yeah, I mean, I mean, history shows is exactly what you guys have said. The the, the Jazz haven't. The history shows that we haven't been able to pull that trick off. And so you're right. It is. It is more the lines of Bohan, Mehmet, Boozer. Those are the three biggest free agent acquisitions in the Jazz history, right? So yeah, we um, turned out by freaking Ronnie Cycli. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I think I think, though, I think we're past the Ronnie Cycli days for sure. But <laughs> Jason, uh, I Jason mean, Perry and Corey McGetty said no. Uh, 
Did they say no, or they got offer sheets that were matched? I thought they had uh, matched. Uh, yeah, I thought, I thought, no, you're I right. They got it was offer, offer sheets, sheets that yeah, were matched. Right. Came still so, no. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, there's, there's, there's that part of it all. But what you're doing then is, and this is my, this is always my problem with the trading of a franchise player is then you're what you're doing is you 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 gave me you gave all these scenarios and all these doors and all these tunnels to go down in an attempt to get back what you just gave away. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. So what you're doing is giving away what you had, which was a, a cornerstone piece and, and hopes and trying to, if I open this door, maybe it's here, or maybe I open that door. So what you're doing is you traded something away. And oh yeah. Trying you to traded the sure that. thing. Yeah, bird yeah. in the hand is worth two in the bush. And yeah, that, that was exactly what Sam's comment was. And that's exactly what and he, he conceded that to some degree, which was based upon what's in front of you right now. And too many unknowns, this is the right call, but he, he's hung up. He's hung up like a lot of folks on the, uh, the Donovan Mitchell peak years. Mm. Uh, and, and he even made that, he made the same argument you brought us all on here that he wants to match Donovan's peak, which, which, you know, is what it is, but you just, you, you have the pieces now. And even if it meant Rudy may walk, it, it all just goes back to what your philosophy is. And some people like, you, you know, who some people want to be good for a long time. I'm done being good. I don't, I don't care about being good anymore. I want to be, be great. great. I, 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 and I mean that if it means one year of a, a championship and it means that we are the Sacramento Kings for the next 20 years, I would trade that like I would. And if it, and if it, and if it meant that I got it, we got a championship in the next three years with Rudy and it costs us Don down the line because and we have seven or eight good years of Don, but there's a championship and he finishes his career with the, the Lakers. I make that swap for me. That's the, 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 the risk reward part of it all. Um, I, I, and even, even when we were in Utah, it was, it was something that I just didn't, I didn't understand the moral victories like, hey, we got out of the first round this time or, hey, we got to the second round or, hey, we made the Western Conference finals like those. I, I appreciate it more now that I'm older after watching a jazz young team get built up to that. But like that's your ultimate in my mind, that's my mentality as a fan is I want to see a championship. And so that it's all it's all a build towards that. And they've built and developed these pieces for a long time. And and, and we, again, we learned that, that Rudy wasn't going to go anywhere. But even if there was that possibility. I, I think you still roll the dice and give it a shot because you're 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 just you're 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 playing with a whole bunch more unknowns and 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 again Donovan is on the clock to some degree but that is I don't know and then you're just hoping to recapture it somewhere with it with another draft pick or a free agent who develops into a star there's just way more unknowns at that point and I, and and I guess it, it and actually it has you slide backwards for a little longer. You're no longer in the four or five range. You're in the seven through 10 range, hoping someone turns into Donovan or Rudy or some other stud. Right. Uh, so, um, uh, as, uh, so like, these are like the other possible scenarios that we could visit. If you lose Rudy Gobert, um, that you're going to get a trade back and you're not going to get an all-star back, you know, that's just not how the trades like this work. Um, or you, you have salary cap and you're hoping to find somebody, then the thing is that you're not, yeah, exactly. Like the Jazz, uh, I think Boozer and Occur were very good examples that you would have to go find a free agent, uh, Christian Wood, you know, Christian Wood out there that hasn't proven themselves yet, but you hope, you know, you give them a big payday and that you hope they live up to that payday. Thanks for listening to this episode. Also, thanks to our Utah sponsors, the Off-Broadway Theater in downtown Salt Lake and the Great Room Escape in Layton, Utah. If you have a second, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and all other podcast platforms. It helps us podcast out, and we will enter all written five-star reviews into a drawing for free tickets to either the Off-Broadway Theater or the Great Room Escape. 
Just write a five-star review, and you'll be entered to win. So yeah, so um, it's interesting. We'll probably um, uh, get into it here in our in our last segment about the Jazz um, championship window here and what the what we think um, it could be. Uh, so yeah, so you know why we're here. Let's uh, get to it now. Um, so Andy, um, uh, Andy Larson, uh, you know, I, I think he he must be a listener because uh, um, after uh, Logan and I had our discussion uh last week like the day later he kind of gave like a, a three-door tweet scenario and one of the doors was like so here's the thing if you go and sign rudy gobert this is before the extension obviously um you you sign two you have two guys where all your money's in that are very very good but not you know neither of them are one of the elite and he said congrats you're the portland trailblazers and logan and i talked about this cop uh last week uh, I'm gonna let Jared I'm gonna answer here just in a sec here, but like we talked about how the Portland Trailblazers have had two, you know, really good stars. I, I don't think CJ McCombs ever been an All Star, but he's probably been close. Uh, Dame is now perennial All Star, um, and how it was hard for the Bla- the Blazers. And I wanted to do some more research on this, but they've never had like any like really awful off seasons. Uh, but they've also, you know, been kind of. I wouldn't even say they're up and down. I said they've been very good the past some uh, decade. They've had maybe mm-hmm. one or two down years. They've they're usually in the playoffs. They had one Western Conference final run. Um, but Jared, how, how do you feel? Never about... should have left. <laughs> yeah. Um, did, you uh, call how... him, did you call him Caesar McCollum? I hope you did. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, um, I, I just I slur, and so that's um, uh, that's my my mistake there. But I love the idea. I love the idea of being Caesar McCollum. Like, yeah, I, know I, heard, I know I know I made that up myself, but. He's tried, Jennifer. All right, so Caesar McCollum. Uh, hey, you know, on this, on this podcast, that is how, how you know going forward. Hence, he shall be known as Caesar McCollum. Caesar, um, Caesar, Jared. I, um, uh, what do you think about that comp that um, uh, you know, obviously Andy, Logan, and I made because um, uh, we're all best friends. Um, the it, it seems valid. Honestly, it does. Because uh, Rudy does feel kind of like... I mean, he doesn't have the same cachet as, as Dame does, but it feels like he has a similar impact defensively this, that Dame does offensively. Um, I mean, if I look at... Rudy Gobert's blocky shots from the three-point three line now, so... Yeah, there you go. He blocks everything. He blocks uh, out the sun. Because I, I think this is... <laughs> I think um, uh, this is um, what you were alluding to earlier when you were like the the uh, the hedging part was like, okay, if you sign Gobert, there's a chance that you may never, you know, in the next four years, not reach that championship. You you might just get to a Western Conference playoff. You might be a playoff team for the next four years, but you might not, you know, ever get to elite status. That's honestly, it's everything's on the table at this point, in my opinion. Because it just that's the nature of the beast with the Western Conference. It's it's, it's a tough conference. No, I get, and, I get it. But, and the East has gotten a lot better too. But uh, but I'm painting the picture of like I'm, I'm giving you this scenario that um uh, you know oh. if if um uh, if, if you you know oh. do this that uh, you could be the Portland Trailblazers and um is because I, I know I thought you were hedging a little bit earlier when I first asked you about Rudy. Um, if your ceiling is one Western Conference final appearance in the next four years, you know how do you feel about that? Uh. Honestly, I guess it depends on how that appearance goes. 
I mean, <laughs> j- j- pretend you're pretend you're a Portland Trailblazers fan. Pretend that you you know you have oh, no. your two stars. Oh, do we have to have an awful that awful around like the Blazers where it felt like they're playing a bunch of crappy teams to get to the to get to the conference finals? Because that I mean, that that Blazer that Blazers run did not feel um, all that fun to me. Just because like it but felt you have, like they were just running up to a Warriors Lillard. You know, you have a top ten player, top tenish player in the NBA. Um, Damien's like that guy that is always like on the like. I talk about tiers, right? Like our our top well, tiers. Like... Hold on a second. Hold on a second. The top tier is like LeBron, KD, um, Steph. You know, all those guys. Like, there's like a top seven or eight that you're like, all right, yeah, those are the top guys in the NBA. And Damien always feels like that, like right there, like right at the bottom of that tier and the beginning of the next tier. Like he's like right in the middle. Like he's his own tier. Right. Right. Um. And that's just how Damien's always felt to me. And but the thing is that he he's on your team, man. You you love it. Um. And so the Jazz sort of have that in Donovan or Rudy. It could be either of the uh, either one of those guys. Um. Or, it hasn't two, been that like or both like, of them morphed into one. Yeah. The thing is that like again, would you rather be the Blazers or the Kings? You know, I I know we're picking on the Kings, but the Kings just haven't been very good and have had a lot of hope in the last you know decade or so. Oh man, I mean, I just can't. They're off season, man. That's you gotta be gutted. Like, how does your franchise turn away a free draft pick? Like this, that just doesn't make sense. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah. The Kings, the Kings. Like, no. well, dude, they're not. We're not gonna match your offer sheet anyways. But so we're gonna turn down the draft pick from the freaking Atlanta Hawks. What the? Uh, what are you thinking? Um. Honestly, I feel good about it. With the, as I feel like the Jazz is currently constructed, but assuming they don't have those catastrophic injuries the Blazers had that year when they were just like, you know, Dame and the and the Pips uh, <laughs> versus the Warriors bus off. There's nobody in the conference that's quite as good as that Warriors team was at its peak. So I feel like, to me, that's an acceptable outcome. Uh, the Lakers um, are getting close. Uh, I mean, I, I, are, I would never compare the current Lakers roster, right? But the Lakers are still to that peak Warriors team. Just you know. I just, but also the NBA, the, has, uh, the NBA has spread out because like the thing about the Warriors team is that they made all the other NBA teams like not try as hard, you know. And now that um, uh, there's a, a crack in the armor, teams are starting to load up more because they the Warriors are gone and the Lakers, while still ins- insurmountable, you, you have a chance at uh, Logan. Before we um, uh, uh, get to your rebuttal, because I, I know you have one, um, how do you feel about um, uh, picking the Warriors over the Blazers tonight? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no comment. Um, I was I was watching that and I was like, oh my gosh, uh, that that did not go well for night one. Um, the, the, uh, of, of all the things I picked. Uh, as I've listened to, you know, some Twitter folks plus some national folks on their their rankings of people, the only one that I seem to have really, uh, from everyone's opinion, gotten wrong was the Portland one. Um, so we'll, we'll, you know, we'll see. Time, time will tell. Like, it's just so uh, funny but, because, like, I know that you've been riding the Warriors for like the past past few months, and it might come crashing down on you. The one, the yeah, it's fine. It's okay. I'm willing to take it. Um, the, uh, it, but it's going to go back to, I like watching them tonight and then watching them restart again right now. What's really weird about them is like, there's, there's some interesting, there's some interesting parts there. 
Um, and I just don't know if Steph, like, like I think someone else, I can't think of who it was, tweeted out, if this goes on for too long, Steph is going to fake another season-ending injury. Oh, and that's, that, that, that's, that's essentially what they all did last year too, right, with the exception of plays, which was legit. Um, so who knows? If, if it gets off to a rough 20-game start, these guys may start to fall apart. But, did you uh, just say, like, with the exception of Clay's, who was legit? Clay's exception. Clay's Clay, had a, Clay, had legit, real, Clay had a real and, injury. And everybody else yeah. faked theirs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or well, I don't know if they faked it, but it definitely there wasn't. A, there was no torn ACL. <laughs> they, for they, Tim, they, um, uh, David Robinson did. Like, oh boy, I can't. There was a lot of sore body parts. I know. I know Steph's got some tender ankles. I don't even know what his injuries were last year. It just seemed fairly, con- hat, fairly, fairly, fairly convenient. Uh, but uh, I don't know. They got. They got some. They got some. I don't oh, know. It's he, just a, it's he, a weird. Well, he did get shut down towards the end. I mean, that was the franchise, though. I don't. I can't. I don't put that on Steph. Well, I, no, I, I'm not, I'm not just... really. I'm not. I'm not like Steph Curry. I don't think is coming to my house, so I think I'll be okay. Um, <laughs> I, it, it was it was more, more tongue in cheek. I know that he wasn't the one pulling it off, I, and that, that's what I was getting at with the Blazers in general. Is you make a smart business decision, and I would do the same thing. Like if if I'm looking at this team and they're not cutting it, why would I? Why would I put more miles on on? Steph Curry to run out with a bunch of people who are going to be not good. Because so maybe just, you, you let, let's just that. throw some shade at, at Ubre and uh, and uh, Wiggins, man. Because <laughs> you, you don't want to be in the NBA where like, what are you playing for? If, you, if you're not going to be last, you don't want to play to be, you know, the tenth seed. If you're not first, you're of, last. It hurts your draft, <laughs> yeah. right? So yeah, but but but, 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 in, but in the but in the vein of the way too early predictions as we're going, as I'm not jumping off the Warriors quite yet. Give me two more days. Um, okay, but, so uh, uh, December twenty second, he's still the conductor of the train, folks. Yeah, well, I'm still, there's still a seven seed. We um, believe Wy- Wiseman. Uh, I've never seen Wiseman play before tonight, but the guy looked. He he moved well. Uh, he for a set. He, he did. I mean, he, he, he looks athletic. I mean, the guy was shooting threes and he was he was moving with the ball. I mean, again, I way too early predictions, but he didn't look like sometimes you see big dudes and they look completely incompetent. And my I thought that Wiseman was just supposed to be like projected as like a defensive stopper type a rebounder shot blocker and he had he had offensive game tonight and that's and it, and it was he, i did look like their second best player for sure yeah he, he did he looked really good and he looked he, he when oh, he, he moved it looked at he went when he moved he looked athletic and as much as i love rudy when he moves he does not look athletic no nope. um <laughs> and, and it's not it's not just him it's a lot there's, there's a lot of guys so it was just it was interesting to see that I don't even know where we were going. Um, oh, uh, but right I, I want to get your Jazz. already got that awkward Ostertag movement going down. Jazz yeah. Blader was comp. Like, uh, um, I made that comp, and you said you wanted to rebuttal it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think a, lot, a rebuttal-ish. What, what you've got to ask yourself is, is what is the, we, 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 what is the ceiling of our guys? Because right now, Dame is in that category that if you've got two Dame-caliber characters, two Dame caliber players, you're a championship contender, but McCollum is not that. And so the great, the great differ, differentiator in my mind is what is, so if, if you guys are saying that Donovan or Rudy could get to a Dame type impact level, depending on how you like to measure that out, that's the ultimate question is that's, that's, that's where I think the differentiator could be is the second guy, how much better can he be than McCollum? And, and McCollum's right. a nice, McCollum is a nice player. And I, and I and I guess we put him in the star category. I feel um, like he disappears like yeah. I mean, I mean a lot. McCollum is a guy that in, gets as many. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I, I try to be careful with him because there was a, there was a moment where I thought he was completely overrated. He just was a guy who got a whole lot of shots, and if, if a lot of NBA players got that many shots, 
they could do similar things. And it was a product of the system. And then there was then, then I just watched him just whoop the Jazz's ass a few times. Like, okay, maybe I was wrong. Um, but I, I, I just I guess that that's that's what the separator is. Who to me is is it, let, let's say that Rudy. And I, I don't even know how to measure it because it's just it's an analytical thing, right? But let's say that you can get a wash with Dame and Rudy, which sounds wild. Or let's just even say, let's just even say a better comp would be would be would be Don and Dame, right? They they, they he can become that type of player. Then that's what the difference is: is how how much better can Rudy be over a McCollum impact? And even that even that being said, the Blazers are you know again another piece away from you know, vaulting themselves into that category. And I think the jazz could do the same thing. So the, 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 the comps are there from a, from an organizational stability standpoint um, and, and a lot of different other areas. But I guess that's to me, the, the, the big, the big shaker and changer is what is, how, how do the, the, the two, the number two stars for each team match up? And that's, that's where I think it could be a different scenario. But and even then with those, with those options, you have to take, I mean, I don't know why you would take the other ones. I mean, does it kind of suck and go against what I want, which is a championship? Yeah, but I mean, you also don't want, you also don't want to go into pur- to, to purgatory either. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I mean, we forget that. I mean, the Jazz really got lucky with the twenty-seven and thirteenth pick. You know, Donovan and, yeah. and Rudy, um, and you know, they've also been unlucky that Ennis Cantor, number three, didn't pan out. Dante Axon, number five, didn't pan out. Uh, Trey Burke, the the best point guard of the year at number ten, didn't pan out. So, I mean, it's it's easy to miss on some of these guys, you know. Um, the Jazz like, really have not been great in the top five. No, I tried, to look, I tried to look it up one night, and Darren Williams is about the only one who's ever hit. Yeah, and that was uh, yeah, and they traded up to get him right. So until you get up to the eighties and seventies, and then the, we had some guys that we traded, but they, they, they this the let's just say for the the the, the, the Jazz of our lifetime, the last. 15 to 20 they have not done for one they haven't been inside the top five very often mm-hmm. but when they have been it really hasn't been good yeah and so i uh, uh i i started this some sort of research on this some um, uh, uh, i think it's like if you took took all the top five picks throughout the you know oh, last man. 20 years like you, it's like a 50 it's like 40 percent. you know two of the top top those five picks are you know like all stars and then a few of them like a few of the winner one picks become like you know the become like the Anthony Davises or or um uh, so uh, the three best jazz picks ever. One didn't belong to us, Magic Johnson. <laughs> Dominic Wilkins didn't want to come here. <laughs> so I'm saying it, it, it gets funky when you go backwards in yeah. time. Like, no, that's guys. the thing that it's hard for like because I would, obviously we were there for the 80s and 70s and then basketball just was a different era and things were just like, you know, you had to, and you know, Dominic Wilkins had to be sold or one of them had to be sold to keep the jazz in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Alive. So it is yeah, what it is. The jazz. The jazz. Yeah. I, um, I, th- I think I remember hearing Frank Layton so, extensively uh, about how the jazz would not be exist as a franchise if they didn't right, right. sell Dominic Wilkins. And I was um, uh, talking with this, like I'm uh, with, uh, so again, like, I tweeted this out, and unfortunately, nobody um, uh, kind of gave me any comps. But of all the like, think back to just you know from 2000 on, the last 20 years, uh, what championship team do you think the Jazz could model themselves? You know, like you know, there's the Lakers, the Spurs, 2004 Pistons, <laughs> and even that was some. Um, uh, okay, so 2004 Pistons, do you think is the closest comp for this Jazz team? Probably, because um, uh, then you know, there's the there's the Mavericks, the the Cavaliers. Uh, the Heat and the Raptors. 
So what did the that um, Pistons team do? They just got really good. Um, were good for a bunch of years. Lost, 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 lost. Then were able to make a trade for Rasheed Wallace one year, and that made the difference. And then they got really, I don't know, lucky. Just some, uh, they just out planned the that um, uh, dream team Laker team. I guess I can Come see along that. got hurt. Kamal got hurt, but I mean, even then, like, um, uh, they still had Shaq, Kobe, and they just, uh, Shaq and Kobe were still running through everybody in the NBA in, in 04. Yeah, but they were, they were, they were at the peak of their feud. So, like, they were still running through, I mean, they were still winning championships I, I, at the peak of their feud. You know, like, yeah, I don't, I, are you, are you, are you it was starting about, to fall apart in that last year. It really was. Are you talking about compass and like the style of play or like what? Because essentially, like, my, my comp was going to be, and because the the way that Detroit plays, at least to my eyeballs, doesn't seem to be similar to the Jazz much at all. But no one plays like that anymore. Thank the Lord they got rid of the the, the Pistons <laughs> played. Uh, the Pistons ruined basketball uh, yeah, like yeah. that was bad. Multiple but, times too, man. Yeah, no. But so so my <laughs> I was thinking about like franchise wise, like how to build. Yeah, it. my mine was going to be somewhere you know similar to like what Toronto does, right? Where you got a, a bunch of good place pieces, and then you hopefully that one becomes like a megastar. Um, but what we're but essentially what we're getting at is the only path for the Jazz Championship is to be a really good team and hope something bad happens that like Kobe and Shaq feud fight Carl Malone gets hurt for the first time in twenty years or Kevin like, Durant you know like blows his knee out yeah 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 all, all the all the, the the that's that's kind of the discouraging part um, <laughs> when you look yeah. at it yeah it's so so I don't I mean it, it, I mean I really think I really think the ceiling is just what what Don can do and that's what's going to be really interesting well. Is I know, Maybe is, is what, what what's he really capable of? Maybe what 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 our I guess our playing style type of comp would have to be would be that 2014 Spurs, but we don't have any. I don't think we have anybody that's quite as talented. Oh, you know who we guy. are? We're those we're those Sacramento Kings teams that were really good but got screwed by the NBA. <laughs> we got Weber, we got Weber, and yep. Bibby, which is which is which is Rudy and Don, and we Rudy got, and we Don, Peja, who's Bohan. <laughs> And then 20, Bob, Bob, 20 years Bobby of... Uh, Who's Vladdy, man? Who's Vladdy? Oh, Derek uh, Favors? Yeah, Derek Favors-ish. Um, oh, Derek Favors being Vladdy. Oh, Bobby man. Jackson. I mean, Jordan that's not Clarkson. a... I mean, to me, that wasn't a that wasn't a, a diss. That, like, that's, no, 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 no. It's just like, funny because like, I, I just picture Vladdy and then I picture Favors and I'm like, I mean, well, well there, Favors there's is nothing, way more handsome. Well, there's, <laughs> okay. well, there's nothing um, a similar like play style. It's just like, and, as importance... In team no, no, structure, I, I would say. No, so. no, no, no. I'm no. I totally get that. I just thought it was. I was just yeah, I'm going, thinking I'm, I'm a funny picture of them I'm, side by side. I'm going Sacramento Kings without the NBA screwing them. That's, oh that's man, good, I don't want to be the Kings guys. Like, here's the thing: that they've had they've had so many decades <laughs> of not being good. Like, no, no. I'm talking. I'm talking about the construction of a team. Is what you're saying? That's, those those Kings teams were good. I know, but then then they got bad very fast and for a very long not, time. Yeah, but but they also had the Maloofs. Well, because like Malouf. Logan had said this earlier, like I mean, he said he wouldn't mind trading a championship contending year or two. If, <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 no. Rewind. I didn't say contention. You have to win it. I don't. I don't want to. Oh, I don't, well, I, I, I think, like I don't know if they, like the thing is that like you can put this is like an all in move. Like you put all your chips in and you hope you can win it, but if you don't. And you know you're you're everything's well, barren. I mean, yeah. you got to rig it for your side. Like <laughs> that's the made. beauty of the fandom is I can go back and just change my mind and pretend it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So Logan, like you actually touched on something that I was going to bring up here because 
um, in the NBA, uh, one of my coworkers said this, like the team that has the best player usually wins, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the best, you know, and the, the best player in the NBA, uh, whether that be, you know, LeBron James, Tim Duncan, Steph Curry, Shaq, whoever it was at that point, right? There's a few, very few, quiet letter for one year. Um, there are very few teams that do it without having the best player, the the, the four Pistons and whatever. So what the Jazz have done is positioned themselves to be a Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell team, right? Yes. And I know some Jazz fans don't want to hear this, but internal growth. Like, this is, we're hoping that Donovan Mitchell makes a leap every year to become what, what is MVP he? candidate. Top yeah. 24 this year to top 15 to top to, to break through that top, you know, to break through to be in that same conversation as KD, James Harden, Steph Curry, like to the length, like to be a little bit higher than for, Damian Lillard. For us to be a true contender, yeah, he has to be top 10. Right. To, you know, and maybe not just Donovan, like it could be Rudy, but um, uh, I think with Donovan's age, um, because uh, uh, that, that was one of the, someone said, one of the fair concerns about the Rudy Gobert contract is age. You know, he'll be 29 at the end of the season and 33 to 34 when the contract ends. Um, that age is a legit concern. Like all the other stuff is not like play style, offense, all that stuff is not a concern. That age, but is a legit, you know, legit concern. But Donovan's 23, right? Um, he's shown that he's gotten better. Uh, if the Jazz, if this Jazz team will go as far as let's say Donovan goes. If Donovan can make that leap, you know, if he can get to the, the Damon Lillard tier this year, because Damon Lillard hit that tier at age 27, right? Because Damon is 30 now. So two, two, three years ago, Damon took that leap. If Donovan can hit that, hit that same stride at 25, 26, does that, um, uh, does that change some of the jazz um, uh, a little bit, right? Because I'm uh, absolutely. All the, yeah, all the all, yeah, all, all the ancillary, ancillary pieces are you know you know Boyan, um, Mike Connolly, all those you know all those other small pieces. You you can find ways to replace them, you know. Um, that, that that that's what Dan Clayton was saying. Like the top tier teams, just worry about getting their megastars first, and then you can worry about everything else later. Whether it be exceptions, trades, like every every contending championship team has figured out a way. Um, so yeah, you can't build like the Lakers, but you can build like some of these other teams that, um, didn't win the championship, but were close, you know, and, um, uh, um, and then hope that Donovan's rise, um, at 20, you know, four five, six, whatever it is, is the, what pushes you over the edge. Cause, um, uh, that, you know, th- that's what happened to the Rockets right now. Like the, that James Harden, um, was very close to being the best player in the NBA for many years. Um, and now he seems to be on the decline. Like, you mean, but I mean, I, I don't want to harp on James Harden because that guy has finished in the MVP race, you know, very close um, uh, to being MVP many, many years. So he might still, ha- he might still be kicking for, you know, LeBron James style age. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, seems I, I don't but, think, I don't, I don't think they have the same uh, dedication to the, to the, to off the court as Mr. James, but he's probably got a handful, handful more good years in him. He's got a handful, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> is that okay? Can I say that? Um, anyway, a couple, a couple handfuls. Yeah. 
so yeah, so I, I, I think you're right, uh, Logan. Like I'm a, uh, this is this is where it has come down to. Like the Jazz internally just have to grow, like grow, and it, it doesn't. Even, you don't even have to go Let get a third grow. star. You don't even have to get a, a third star. Like I'm, a, I think I think that's what people are worried about. Like the Jazz can't draft, uh, you know, somebody high, and the Jazz um uh, are probably not going to go get another Boyan level free agent because they'll be stra- uh, cash cash trapped for the next four years. We're getting a third star at twenty seven. Book it. Twenty seven. Yeah, I just, I just twenty yeah, seventh pick. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 th- I think that's what you, you got to bank on is, 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 is McCollum and Dame are pretty much what they're going to be, right? Like, not saying Damian can't still. It's, it's hard to imagine he gets a ton higher than what he is now, right? So that's, that's still the unknown is just what, what the other two can be, and, and I guess you could put Rudy more in the, in the category of Dame, like how much better can they be, which is still really good and still get better. But like, is it going to be like, you know, future changing better? And then I think that's, that's mm. the, that's the great unknown when you look at all, at all of the, the, the pieces together. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's always a, it's always a interesting thought activity and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I think jazz fans should be excited because, I, really, it's just some uh, the uh, uh, having just those two locked up for as long as they are. The Jazz will probably not be bad. Like um, I know I poo pooed a lot of things, but that's that's only if you think in terms of going for a championship. If you think in terms of just like, hey, the Jazz are just going to be playoff bound for the next four to five years. That's that's not a bad place to be. Yeah. Um, even though it's we're in a. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Like, I mean, if, if it's championship or bust, it's, it's just really hard to be um, championship or bust. Yeah, uh, I honestly find that that's, like, not as fun a way to be a fan, honestly. Like, tired of you guys pooping on my way of being a fan, but, you know, yeah. continue <laughs> on. No, we're, we're, that's because, uh, it's because we, we know that you're just going to fade away again and not be a jazz fan for, like, another decade. Right. So. Probably true. <laughs> um, but, they, uh, it was it hasn't always been this way, but like literally, like it's weird to say that number, but it's literally been 20 years of watching. It's with with the exception of the Tyrone Corbin era, the same thing on repeat. So, you know, it's fine, but you know, I think that the, the stars are lying. What we're all trying to do is is is, is to predict what isn't happen, what could happen, and that's the that's the beauty of what Twitter and every fight and every debate is and every front office is. Everyone's trying to figure out what the future is, and and nobody really knows. But the I, I think that what you do now is 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 the very best you can do to try to get yourself to that point. I don't know what else they could do to line themselves up for it. Does it mean it'll happen? No, but I, I don't think there's another move that could have been. I don't think there's any moves differently that can try to, at least from a probability standpoint, put you in a better spot. Yep, this Jazz team. I'm a, and this like here's the thing. I I I have been very pessimistic as I am about um, a title uh, with this jazz team. But, you know, I believe the jazz took two off seasons, had, you know, the best two, you know, comparatively speaking to all the other, you know, if you, if you took two years of off seasons for this jazz team, the best little run of off seasons they've had, they've put together a top eight. Um, uh, that's very impressive. That will compete um, uh, night and night out. I mean, Mike Conley, I think um, uh, will look better than he did last year. Um, he won't play like a $35 million player. No, but I think, you know, uh, I, I, as a $10 million player, I think that's fine. And if you don't get caught up on the number yeah. and just get caught up on, you know, what he's, he's going to do because the jazz have been 
fun to watch this offseason, just jacking up every three they get, <laughs> and, you know, as soon as they touch the ball. Um, Boyan, I'm uh, still, I'm, uh, again, there were times last year where Jazz fans thought Boyan was the best player on the court, and there were times when Boyan was the best player on the court last year um, when Donovan was struggling um, in the early season. Uh, and that we just haven't seen that Boyan in a while, and um, I think um, uh, he'll come back, and I know he's 30, but that's not a death sentence. Uh, Rudy Gobert. Oh, um, no, uh, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's flirty and 30 and whatever, something thriving. or other. Um, yes, there we go. Thriving. Uh, you know, Rudy Gobert, you know, has shown like, you know, the, the reason why jazz fans love Rudy Gobert, because he's shown that he's dedicated to this team, to the state. Uh, he is a whole, he is a hoe that is loyal. Um, uh, <laughs> as some people would say, um, you know, uh, I, I do love that SLC dunk tweeted that out and some guy got really mad about that. That was, that was hilarious. Um, that was the, like the most ridiculous thing to get mad about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so just didn't know the context. So, um, uh, Logan, is there anything else in your, before we hit the nugget pouch, Logan, is there anything else in your notebook that we need to touch on? No, I, I, I no, I, that's my, no, my notebook you. is pretty clean. Yeah, lots of lots of lots of swirl outs. So, <laughs> mission accomplished. I, I think I think it would be pretty interesting to get one of the one of your analytics dudes on to talk about did the CBA did the, did the CBA as constructed did, did it do what they wanted it to do? And Riley has correct. ignored me for a year and a half. So, yeah, well, we could, because <laughs> well, he you know, was we going to start his own podcast for a while, wasn't he? The, uh, did he ever get that off the ground? I don't he's even... ignored me for a year and a half. I have no idea. So um, <laughs> the sal- the salary cap the salary cap is something that's with this, we we pretend it's been here forever. It hasn't been here that long. When we so, were watching the I jazz, know. it didn't exist. So so let's see. Briley has ghosted who? Everybody Mark Miller me. has ghosted who? You are uh, yeah. Ken and Dan, they still love you. I guess. They've, they come on the show. You're like, oh, uh, I, I do love the Claytons. All right. Yes. So, uh, Logan, is it the Rafe LaFrance Nugget Pash yet? Yeah, I, I, uh, I, we officially shifted to the Rafe LaFrance Nugget Pouch because we rang Antonio McNice's Nuggets dry. There was no more ringing of his Nuggets we could do. So, <laughs> <laughs> you should see the look on on DJ's face right now. Uh, um, but shout out to anyway. DJ Honeypaws. Yeah, so so we're going Rafe LaFrance because he's a, he was a Nugget, and as I've learned, he wasn't a Nugget for as long as I thought he was. It felt like he was there forever. Um, he but got the, injured. The, uh, I'm sure he did. I did that, that. Save that for another episode. I don't know. If you want to take <laughs> if you want to take his Nuggets, take his Nuggets. Um, but um, so the, the the first the first rabbit hole I went down was the draft. He was drafted in the 1998 draft. He was the third overall pick. Now let me let me read you some names. This is this is going to be a different nugget patch, but I just want to read you some names from this draft. Okay, he was drafted third. First was Michael Olowakandi, which was <laughs> an interesting story in and of itself. Um, then we had Mike Bibby at two. So all right, four Anton Jameson, five Vince Carter, Wait Jason Who, Williams. White, which white team chocolate. drafted Mike Bibby? Out of curiosity. Who? Vancouver Mike. Grizzlies. Okay, got it. So then, so this draft is an interesting. So I won't give all the numbers, but I'll give some names. So Rafe was third. Okay, then after that, you got Anton Jameson, Vince Carter traded for each other, Robert Tractor Trailer, Jason Williams, the the Caucasian, Larry Hughes, nine ten, Dirk Nowitzki, and Paul Pierce, Bonzi Wells, Matt Harpering at fifteen, Jazz Savior, 
Um, <laughs> let me see here. Ricky Ricky Davis, everyone's favorite triple oh, double. Ricky Davis. Tyrone Lou at twenty three. Coach Al Lou. Harry, Al Harrington, who played for a hundred years, I swear. Uh, <laughs> Eighty different teams. Pacers, yeah, Warriors, yeah. Yeah, twenty five. The Jazz picked Nazi Muhammad that year. Did nothing. <laughs> Let's hope we have better luck with late round centers. Uh, Rashard Lewis, thirty two. Yeah, that was a good one. Big yeah, dog. Let me see. Shout There's out. a couple Big more names. Dog. Rafer Alston, skip to my Lou, thirty nine. Little Raptors. Katina, uh, no, I think it was this. This I, Milwaukee Bucks. I think he actually left oh, the NBA right, for a while, right? Right, you're right. You're right. Catino, the Cat Mobley, who Mark and I went on a little mini rant about Steve Francis the other day. Uh, <laughs> we also let's see here. What what a weird collection of guys. Um, yeah, let me Mike see. Bibby being a top two pick, man. Like that's wow, Wildcat. And a couple guys undrafted in that draft that signed NBA deals. <laughs> Earl Boykins. Um, you guys remember little Earl Boykins? Oh, yeah. Made, my uh, my, my, my Nuggets roommate loves Earl Boykins. Oh, my. Earl Boykins was a Nugget, too, wasn't he? Uh-huh. Oh, we got to get in his Nugget pouch. Um, <laughs> Mike James. <laughs> I don't know which Mike James. Could be any Mike James. And then uh, this is this will be near and dear to former uh, Sacramento King lover Jared's heart, Brad Miller. So, no, Brad Miller. Interesting, interesting collections of du- collection of dudes in that draft. So I was looking for a store, oh and I just started scrolling to see, you know, who he may have been picked ahead. So obviously, Ray. Fun Friends fact: When I lived pick, in Sacramento but... and the Kings were good, I was still a Jazz fan. So they all trolled me. So that was like uh, my they, high school. As they should. That was like that was like my high school experience: is that the Kings were getting better, the Jazz were getting worse, and I'm just like. Yeah, I don't care about your freaking Kings. And then the Lakers beat them, and I didn't like that either. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that was the that was the first that was the first dipping of race nuggets. Um, I'm not sure what else he's got to offer, but at least for one week he gave us a bunch of names that were blast from the past. Yeah, that was so. a, that, that, that was a like, you Seriously. know we we talk about loaded uh, loaded draft class classes. You know that's that definitely is um uh, uh one of them. So, we want to talk about so, so, so weird about what's so, what's so weird about how terrible NBA drafting is, or how much of a crapshoot it is. Is Paul Pierce was his teammate in college, and they and they they picked Rafe three, and they let Paul Pierce fall to ten. Well, I mean that, that's still when, like when height was king, right? Like I'm a, you, you yeah. had to get some dominant centers. Yeah, I mean I think I think that we say that like was like that's still that's as recent as Durant and Odom, right? Right. So, I mean, and, but that was the bronze center. It's um, it's a, uh, it's um, uh, how many seven footers can play point guard? So, um, uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's how it is. Uh, well, thank you, um, uh, Dragon Squatch. Um, uh, you, you're back with the the lovely ladies. Thank you for letting us borrow them. Um, uh, in Utah for for the weekend. Um, that's, a, that's an interesting statement without any context attached to it. I, you know, if you know, you know, as uh, I would like to say. So, if you know, you know. Uh, I'm okay. Okay. Um, uh, you're awake today, so that's good. Um, uh, uh, we were gonna like I was trying to figure out if I should make up like a really extravagant reason that you're missing last week or embarrassing reason, but I just went with like, yeah, well, this is the re- the real reason he has to work. So, um, uh, but welcome back. Uh, go to the since uh, forty nine, uh, the real one. Um, anything you want to say for, for before signing off? Anything in your notebook that you want to share? Um. Um. Well. Do you do you have any news for us? Who do you? If I had you, news, you, you, you guys you, would know. So okay, so you're not burning everything down. 
He just wants to kiss. He just wants to kiss in the rain. <laughs> if, we're going, if we're going notebook. <laughs> the notebook. Well, I, I, thought, I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna want to kiss upside down, like Kirsten Dunst style. No, oh, Spider Man, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. The only thing Spider Man ever did right. <laughs> Guys, I just want to kiss. All right. Well, thanks uh, for thanks for joining us. Um, you know, I was going to talk about the NBA starting today, but I I had a feeling that Rudy Gobert was going to fill up a, a lot of our time. So you did. We did talk about it. You tried to urinate all over me for my love for the, 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 <laughs> for, the for the warriors it's just the, the so i guess we'll not I, I, I probably um, would have been in the same boat as you logan because like i don't know i just i expected a little bit better from those ancillary pieces to do something but no it's more like it, they're all that meme you're just steph is the guy with the stick and he's just poking the rest of them do something <laughs> um yeah, like um, uh, and guys, it's only, it's only one game. Like <laughs> they got beat by they got beat by Kevin Durant's Nets. That's that's nothing we should. I mean, they did kind of look me, but well, uh, but they got they didn't just get beat though. They, they stopped to the woodshed. Uh, <laughs> Draymond will save everything. Yeah, Draymond will say there. Well, I mean, Sagata, Michigan Zone. I think it's we'll Sagata. see. the The problem for me is like the the West the Western Conference like is the margins are so thin that. You know, once you see a crack in the armor, um, uh, you, you go for it, I guess. But uh, so, yeah, so follow them. I'm uh, at go the distance 49 on the Twitter uh, at Dragon Squatch on Twitter. I think go to this is 49 is also on Instagram at Jazz High Notes. Um, uh, we're running a new commercial today. Um, uh, so you'll hear this is like the second or third time you've heard of this at Jazz High Notes on Twitter, Instagram and on Facebook. And um, uh, if you want to follow me at who trust Superman, I will. I guess be tweeting a little bit more about U of U and BYU, I guess. Utah State won a basketball game with like 45 points last night. That was kind of cool. Um, other sports I don't care about. So, um, uh, but yeah, I'll still talk jazz here. So, um, thanks for coming, folks, and we'll see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.